Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thank you so much for joining with me. Thank you to those that are listening and subscribing on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. I just thank you so much that you are dedicated to this. We took last week off and uh, we just gave a, a week break and we are back and we are going at this idea of marriage being built one Monday at a time. Today, I specifically want to talk about the word environment. I don't know what comes to your mind when you think about the word environment. My brain goes all the way back to fifth grade to Miss Nelson's class. Miss Nelson's class was uh, one of my favorite years of school and primarily because of the animals that we had in our classroom. I don't know what it started with. It may, may be a frog. It may have been the turtle that we found at recess. I don't know where it started, but all of a sudden we started collecting these animals. We had these small cages and aquariums. We had a, a crayfish. We had snakes. We had turtle. We had frog. And uh, Mrs. Nelson, I remember during Thanksgiving, she was playing bingo with her friends, and she won a duck, and she didn't want to kill the duck. She brought the duck to class, and the duck lived in our classroom. She called it Lucky because it was lucky that she won it or else he would have been Thanksgiving dinner. So what she had us do is every time uh, we had a new animal during recess, somebody was in charge of fetching um, a stick, some leaves, uh, some rocks, something that we can utilize to put inside the cage or put inside the aquarium to help recreate an environment so that that animal could not just survive, but that animal could thrive. That's huge right there. We wanted to recreate an atmosphere, an environment so that animal could survive and thrive. When it comes to our relationships and it comes to our marriage, that's something that I, I want to make sure that I'm helping you with to de- develop an environment so that your marriage can do more than just survive. I want your marriage to thrive. And so I'll say it this way. Marriages thrive on an environment of three things, attention, commitment, and patience. I'll say that again. Marriages thrive on an environment of attention, commitment, and patience. Let's break that down. First of all, we get the word attention. Attention is a big deal, but there's more nuance to it. There's more depth to it than you think. Some of you think, well, I pay attention to my spouse all the time, but there's a difference between paying attention the way you would want that attention and paying attention in a way that your spouse desires the attention. Now, my wife and I, we talk to people all the time about the love languages. I think it's one of the best marriage books out there. It is like my basic essential for any premarital counseling appointment. Um, You guys need to read it. You need to understand it. And also recognize that through the years, depending upon the season of life you're in, your love languages can actually change and metamorphosize. So when it comes to our relationship, I think my wife's number one love language right now, I believe it is, is um, acts of service. Mine is physical touch. Now, when it comes to developing an environment that has attention, that's built on attention, it would actually behoove me to make sure that if my wife needs attention, that I'm not walking up, hugging and kissing her. Um, Even though that's wonderful, she's fine with that, she's great with that, but that's not really what gets her attention. What gets her attention is the thing that kind of drives her. And so acts of service is a big deal to her. Gifts are a big deal to her. Quality time is a big deal to her. I cannot develop an environment that's going to be healthy for my marriage only by building what I want within the marriage. And you may may say, well, what about your own needs? But that's where marriage that works is a marriage for which you've got two people that are trying to build an environment of attention where the, the two individuals are striving to serve the attention of the other person. 
You know, if if Anne wants my attention, she's going to come up and hug me. She may come up and kiss me. Um, when we're in the car and she's sometimes making a point, she'll put her hand on my leg. It's that physical touch. Marriages thrive in an environment of attention. And you need to figure out what catches the attention of my spouse. What gets their attention? What What shows them such attention that makes them feel valued, loved, appreciated, listened to? Um, valued. That's a big deal. But not just attention, it's commitment. Marriages thrive in an environment of attention. And secondly, commitment. Commitment says that no matter what we're dealing with or no matter what we're going through, we're going to keep doing this thing together. There is a commitment. I think I've said this on the broadcast before, that marriages that that go through bumps and bruises, even failures, those are not the marriages that necessarily break up. Marriages really break up when one or the other person just quits trying. Give me a couple that keeps trying. Give me a couple that for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, they just keep showing up and they keep trying. That, my friends, is commitment. Commitment is not about walking up and succeeding at what you're doing. Commitment is I'm going to keep showing up and I'm going to keep trying. And the and marriages that have um, environments that do not give them health are those that are only committed if things are going right. Wrap your head around this. And I'm going to prepare you for a sports metaphor because I love sports and I recognize not everybody does. But the best of the best baseball players, the ones that go to the all-star game, wrap your head around this. Out of every 10 at-bats, they only get on base three times. They only get a hit three times. So they fail seven out of 10 times, but those three times give them what's called a 300% percent batting average. They bat 300, so to speak. And that is actually one of the better batting averages in all of baseball. They fail seven out of 10 times, but they succeed three out of those seven times. But the fact is they keep showing up to the plate and they keep trying. You want a marriage to succeed and you want a great environment, keep showing up keep trying. That's commitment. And thirdly is patience. So marriages thrive in an environment of attention, commitment, and lastly, patience. You have to learn how to exercise and live patiently with one another. I think one of the the things that I would say to every couple is this, and I would say this to every individual in the relationship, is show as much patience as you expect to get back. Show as much patience as you expect to get back. If you don't expect patience, then don't be patient. Because I'm telling you, one thing will feed the other. If you show a lack of patience, that environment will permeate your home. And don't be don't be caught off guard when your spouse isn't patient with you if you have not led with it to begin with. And vice versa, if you have been patient, I believe you should expect it because marriage is about is, is about that environment of, of making sure that we, we can be patient with one another. We can make sure that our anger is stemmed by our patience, that our vision is, is laid out with patience, that when it comes to walking through uh, successes and, and, and building momentum in your relationship, patience is needed. Um, somebody told me this the other day. Because I I will say um, the old cliche that the Titanic cannot turn on a dime. And somebody said, I said, Dave, do you realize that the Titanic, for it to actually turn around, it would have taken 26 miles. 
just to turn around. Some of us are expecting our marriage situations to turn around overnight. It didn't get that way overnight, and it's not going to go away overnight. But a decision to be patient could be mile number one of beginning to see a turnaround. Man, showing attention could be mile number two of a turnaround. Man, showing commitment, mile number three. And as you keep working that environment, you can see an absolute turnaround happen within your relationship as you see your marriage slowly but surely become healthier and healthier and a place that God can thrive. So again, today the talk is about environment and you build a healthy marriage environment for which your marriage can thrive with those three things, attention, commitment, and patience. That's all I've got got for you for today. Love you all. I hope you have a great Marriage Mondays, but walk into this week showing that you want to build an environment for which your marriage can grow. God bless. Have an amazing week.